Welcome to Travels with Alicia. In this episode, we'll dive into my favorite destination in France, and that's Nice. So where is Nice located? It's all the way in the south of France, it's, and it's all the way to the east. It's almost to Italy. It's a city that sits right on the Mediterranean. It's the fifth largest city in all of France. If you're coming from the U.S., most flights you'll end up having to make at least one stop. But the good news is there actually are some non-stop flights from the U.S. directly to Nice. So if you're coming from Atlanta or several of the airports in New York City or L.A., you would be able to fly right from the U.S. straight into Nice. And that's really an advantage. Um, There are a lot of interesting facts about Nice and its place in history. The earliest being that Greek mariners actually founded Nice. And they were fighting off some early Italian settlers, and they named the city Nike, which is the goddess of victory. So that was Nice's first name. But in the 1800s is when it became very popular as a tourist destination. So doctors were prescribing the wealthy British uh, population that they should be going to warm, sunny destinations and walking by the sea. And there was not a more perfect place to go than Nice. Nice has 330 days of sunshine every year. And so it was the perfect destination for them to escape the cold, dreary winters of, of the UK. The Promenade of Angels, which is really the walkway that goes all along the Bay of Angels. This was actually built by wealthy British expats who wanted to have a nice walkway along the beach. And it is that is probably one of the iconic things about Nice is it's the beautiful walkway along the Bay of Angels that goes along for many kilometers, like five to seven kilometers. So one last piece of interesting history is that in 1860, Sir Thomas Coventry and his wife were living in Nice. And when he was working, he would come home for lunch, but his wife never had his meal ready. She was always late. She was became quite the gossip in the south of France and had lots of circles and lots of friends that she spent time with. He got so frustrated that he asked the mayor of Nice to shoot off a cannon at noon every day so his wife would be reminded she had to get home and be there for him when he got home for lunch. And so the the funny thing is that that cannon, well, it's not a cannon anymore, there is a firecracker still to this day set off every day at noon in Nice. So if you're ever there, you'll uh, maybe you'll notice it. So where are the best areas to stay? Again, I'm talking to travelers and primarily tourists. So what I would recommend is that you stay close to the old town area or the port area. So if you look at Nice, you have, again, this kind of U-shape bay, and one end is the airport, and the other end is the old town, and then there's a big hill and a castle, and all the other side is the port. So these areas are um, close to the old town and the port are really good areas to stay because they're near a lot of the tourist attractions and things to do. 
I think I mentioned um, in my France podcast that the first time I went to Nice, I really didn't know. I thought just because I was staying close to the water and the Bay of Angels that it was going to be the the prime location to be. And, and I will say there was beautiful hotels along the water the whole way of Bay of Angels. So it's not a a bad area. It's just that it took 45 to 50 minutes for me to walk from the area I was in, which is closer to the airport and in the ocean, all the way to the old town, which is where like a lot of the restaurants and the, you know, the action really is. So that was kind of exhausting to have to walk 45 to 50 minutes each way or, um, and we ended up running a car for that trip. So I'd also like to mention um, Pebbles Nice again, because that is a website that I've used many, many times. Um, again, I'm not sponsored by them, but they're a, a company that has a location actually in Nice. So if you have any questions, you know, sometimes running from someone that you don't know is kind of nerve wracking. What if you don't get the key or the key doesn't work or things like that? But having uh, an office right there in Nice made Pebbles Nice have, you know, that was the one characteristic that made me feel a lot more comfortable. I've run it for them at least four or five times. I did look and I noticed that they're down to about 180 rentals. So I think they had maybe almost double of that before COVID. So um, the places on there still looked amazing. I wonder if people have pulled some of their rentals off. But I I recommend that more than a hotel. Because when you stay in these like apartments or condos and like Pebbles, they've all, Pebbles Knees, they've all been renovated and check to make sure they have air condition. Um, The other thing to check is how many floors up it is because most of them do not have elevators. So the last one my daughter and I stayed in, we actually stayed behind the area of Old Town and the port. So we were like in a perfect triangle. We could go to either direction. We absolutely loved our apartment. We had like, I had a king size bed. She had a queen size bed. We had air condition, comfortable sofa, fantastic kitchen. The only issue was we had to walk up. It said four flights of steps, but each flight was two. So it was eight, eight sets of Um, staircases to walk up and there was many times that we were like wanted to go back and relax for an hour or two but we were like uh maybe we don't want to walk up all those flights of steps so we just kind of sat at a cafe and hung out there and read our books instead so it's something to think about these are just tips I'm trying to give you so that it makes it easier for you I will say Staying in those places was so nice because a lot of them provide like a basket for you to go to the market and buy vegetables and fruits and eggs. And it's really nice to feel like a local and have that, you know, same kind of wicker basket that everybody else does. If you are going to stay in a hotel, the nicest one in Nice is the uh, Negresco and it has a pink dome. It's very old world, uh, worldly. It's very ornate. Um, it's about 800 to 1,000 a night. It's it's old school Fran- French, very um, fancy. I would recommend go have a drink there. Or if you want to splurge, have one of their uh, many course meals. They have prefix meals. Personally, I wouldn't pick it to stay at, but um, if it's something you want to experience, go right ahead. Um, There's many other hotels. There's things like the Meridian. There's a Hyatt Regency. These run between 400 and 500 a night. And then there's some more 
newer, hipper hotels, the hotel area. And there's one called SoCo by Happy Culture, and they run about 150 to 200 a night, and they still look really, really nice. But I will say the apartments are much less expensive. So that's another reason I, I kind of would um, suggest that you look at them as well, especially if you're coming and you want space, you want an extra room, if you want a two-bedroom or something. So what are the best things to do in Nice? Um, for me, I absolutely love walking along the Bay of Angels. That is one of the key attractions of this area. You're in a city, but you have this most gorgeous walk. And these, this walk is full of joggers. In the morning, people are riding bikes. It's really where everyone lives. People don't stay in their apartments or houses or whatever. They're, everyone's out. And it also has these blue iconic metal chairs all along the bay. And you'll see the older people sitting there just watching all the young people enjoying life and activity. So it's a, a good place to go. And when I'm there, I'm out walking every single day along there. And the breezes off the, the bay are fantastic. The other thing to do is enjoy Old Town. It's a mesh of alleyways, and there's so many interesting streets with shops and restaurants and cafes. Um, You can get different kind of souvenirs. Like, they have all these places that sell salt, and they sell them in test tubes. So it was kind of fun because, you know, again, I had an apartment, so I, I could make a few things. And, like, the test tubes, you could get, like, rose salt, lavender salt. They had about... 20 to 30 kinds of salt. So that was kind of cool and a different kind of souvenir than maybe you would, instead of buying like a magnet or, you know, something else. The main street that I always enjoy looking at is Coors Soleil, and and I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, so I apologize if I butchered it. But it's kind of the main street in Old Town, and on that street, they have a big market in the morning. It can be a flower market. Sometimes it's produce. Sometimes they had like, I think at least once a week, they had an antique and art market. So, and that was fantastic to see all the different art that was for sale and, you know, cups and silver and just everything you could imagine. So that was, that's very interesting. I highly recommend doing that in the morning. And then that all gets cleaned up and the restaurants come out in the evening in the same area. And it's absolutely beautiful. Another thing that I love to do in Nice is go to the beach. And it is pebbles. It is not a sand beach. And I know... A lot of people, you know, it's definitely 50-50, whether you like that or not. But the water is so clear and it's cool. The water's cool there. So if you're really hot, it's very refreshing. And what I like about it is that there's beach clubs, but there's also the public area. And the public area is is wonderful because it's a mix of everyone. It's not just some backpackers or people that you wouldn't, you know, you know if there's, it's not like they have a, a population that you would not on vacation want to socialize with. It is everybody. Everyone is enjoying it. It doesn't matter if you have money or you don't have money. Everyone sits in the public area and they don't put a towel down. They actually sell these things that fold up and you can carry them. They're like a thick mat that folds in three. And so you can lay it out and that way the pebbles don't bother you. Um, The beach clubs are gorgeous. They're a little bit expensive, but they're 
an experience in and of themselves. So if you're someone who's just going down to go for a swim in the morning, or you want to sit down for an hour on the beach, going to the public area is fine. But if this is something you want to enjoy the day, for example, the beach clubs, Castile is my absolute favorite. It's C-A-S-T-E-L. And it's about 20 to 25 euros to get a chair. You'll spend another five euro for the umbrella or the towel if you don't bring your own. But you're in a very luxurious environment. You will have like walkways between, you know, aisles where the chairs are so your shoes don't sink in the sand. And the restaurant there is gorgeous. Like, it's not like eating on the beach with your feet in the sand. It's actually a proper restaurant. It has like a wood floor and they have tables with flowers on them and they have a covering over the the tables and there's white tablecloths and you'll see big buckets of many kinds of rosé wine. Um, and it's such an experience to eat there. So we went there, I think, twice on our last trip and my daughter absolutely loved like the Caesar salad with chicken and that's about I guess it was about 12 euros so yeah you know not cheap but not expensive but for the experience it was definitely worth the money and we really enjoyed our day there and I would recommend doing it. There's so many events in Nice as I said it's sunny 330 days of the year and so all year long there's activities there's the biggest of them is the carnival and that takes place for two solid weeks in february they do parades during the day with giant floats with flowers on them then at night they have the parade of lights where they have animated figures and giant screens and they kind of parade along the promenade of angels So they also have a flower parade, and I think they even have a flower fight one day. So I have never been to Carnival. I have been to Nice. All the times I've been there have been like from spring through fall. But given that it's nice year-round, I actually recommend going anytime, and I would love to see Carnival. The things I've seen about it look amazing. They also do a night at the museum, and that's one night in May where all the museums are free and open to 1 a.m., and it's a lot of fun. A lot of people are out. July is Bastille Day, so there's fireworks, parades, and feasts everywhere. Christmas, they do a, a big Christmas village. They also have a jazz festival in June. So I think, you know, pretty much every month there's something going on in Nice, so I think you won't be bored. So let's talk about food in Nice. One of the things that is very characteristic of Nice is soca. And that's a chickpea pita. It's actually like a... a, I was going to say it's like a crepe almost. It's not thick like a pita. It's like a crepe made of chickpeas. And it's oily. It's it's definitely something to try. Not my favorite thing, but you'll see they're sold everywhere. And the other thing is a nishwa salad. And that's usually when they put like tuna and anchovies and eggs and maybe green beans and olives. It's not a lettuce salad. It's more of a meal as it's presented. And it's beautiful. One of the things I like about eating in France is they a lot of the restaurants do the famous European menu of the day. 
and you'll see things everywhere advertised for two courses in wine. And a lot of times they'll have great prices, like 10 euro, 12, 15 euro. That's like a whole dinner and worth the price. So if you see those type menus of the day, they're always a good choice. My favorite place um, for a snack or a fast food in Nice is there's a chicken pita place right in the old town near Cors Saleya, that main street. And they do like chicken on a spit, almost like you see a, a kebab or pita like the Turkish style where they slice it off and they only have chicken and it's so good that I think I went there three times Um, so I hope you find it when you're in Nice and get to enjoy it they also have a great Italian restaurant on that same street La Favola and um, wonderful the only thing I'll note is that they're not big about sharing dishes in Nice or actually anywhere in France. And one of the great things, if you do have an apartment, so like the Italian place, I was there with my husband, we ordered, we would order dishes and then just take the rest home. And believe it or not, they don't mind you taking the dish with you. And it used to be kind of frowned upon getting a to-go bag. Somehow that's become more acceptable almost everywhere in the world, but they do expect people to order. They, they're expecting to make a certain amount of money off every seat. And so if you go in there and say, oh, I'll just share or I'm not going to get anything, that's actually frowned upon. So another good reason to have an apartment while you're staying there. So I'm going to end on what I think makes Nice extra special and I'm keeping the best for last it's the amazing day trips that you can do from Nice and so there are so many I'm going to cover them briefly because I I don't think that that's you know this podcast is about Nice but I have to mention them so if you're going towards Italy there's a train and honestly for six euro five euro sometimes less you can get a train that goes to these places. So for example, Villafranche, if you're leaving Nice going towards Italy, the first place, and this is in France, you'll go to villafranche Samer. That's a seven minute ride on the train. It's very, very easy to get to, a few euros, and it's a beautiful old port with colorful buildings everywhere. And they, they make wonderful, like their famous dish is fish soup, which they serve like at these gorgeous outdoor restaurants on the water. Highly recommend it. Then there's a peninsula, St. Jean Cap Ferret. And that is where they have the luxurious property. That's the next stop. It's like 10 kilometers from Nice. It's a 10 minute ride. You can get off there. It's a peninsula. They have a luxury uh, villa that you can, you actually can just walk there. It's uh, less than a 10 minute walk from the train station. And you can see this beautiful um, villa. It has 5,000 items of art all around the villa and the gardens. And they actually have seven gardens. So, so worth doing it. The next place you come across is Ez Village, and this is actually in the mountain, so you can't take the train. You can actually get off at the the Ez Sur Mer, which is the near the water, and take a bus up. And uh, there's a bus LR one one two, and there's a beautiful village. It's one of the most beautiful in France, and it has views that you would not believe. It's cobblestone streets, and it's worth visiting. The next place you can stop, and this is on the train route, is Monaco. I highly recommend going to Monaco. You just have to say you've done it. I've been there 
when there's wonderful events. So I've been to the Grand Prix twice. And then in one July, I went to the International Horse Show. And so when there's an event in Monaco, this is the most amazing place you can be in the world. Everyone is dressed to the nines. It is decorated. It, I mean, there's so much going on. I think it's probably one of the least pretty villages. If there's no events going on in Monaco, you could be a little disappointed. Other than the port area where you can see the gorgeous giant yachts and how wealthy everybody is, the architecture and the city itself is not that beautiful. So I highly recommend going when there's something exciting going on. So after Monaco, there is another town called Montan. And this is the town that was the last stop that I would make prior to the train getting to Italy. And this feels very Italian. It is a town that is, it's like almost dedicated to the lemon. Like every single restaurant, every single shop had lemoncello and different dishes made with lemon. And then it's not really, really small. It's kind of a nice sized town. And not only do they have the old town, and it's very easy. You get off the train, you walk like three blocks and you're in the middle of the action. So it's really easy to do. It also has a whole promenade in front of like the water. So there's beach clubs and lots of fun things to do. If I was not going to stay in Nice, I honestly think I'd pick Montan as a place to stay because it had a lot to do and it was just absolutely beautiful. Okay, so let's go back to Nice. If we're going to take the train the other direction, not towards Italy, I think um, you will run into several really good places to go. And the first that I'm going to mention is Antibes. And that is a place that has beautiful, I mean, they have a beach area there and things to do, but there's also the suburbs or where there's some gorgeous mansions and lots of celebrities live. So it's really cool. And the next city is Cannes. And you've probably heard of the Cannes Film Festival. That's amazing. Um, I was actually in Cannes one year when they had the, the film festival going on. I can't actually say I went to the film festival because everything is invitation only. But being there and sitting in the cafes and just being there during this time, there must be I don't know, thousands of producers and writers and actors there. And um, it was fun because we, we sat in a restaurant one day and we sat next to, you know, the seats are all very close. We sat next to someone who was pitching their script to a producer. And so we had the script sitting on the table and they were talking about it. So it felt really exciting to be there for that. And so if you can be in Cannes, uh, also you can, even though you can't go to any of the events, there will be film associations all around the waterfront in Cannes. They have like a marina and they'll have boats and they'll have pavilions set up. So a lot of the countries, especially the smaller countries, will have their film institute there. And you're allowed to walk around there and and go in and see the type of films that they're bringing to the Cannes Film Festival. So you're allowed to participate in that. And that's a lot of fun. The last thing that I find that's, you know, close enough to Nice to do is Saint-Tropez. And that is one of the historically elegant places that the old Hollywood royalty would always go to Saint-Tropez. And you can't easily get to it from like taking a train from Nice, but right there in the port, 
you can take a boat. And so the last time my daughter and I were there, which was right, you know, a year before COVID, we took the boat and it took about close to two hours, actually. And we took the boat along the water all the way to St. Tropez. And that was kind of a long day trip. But you know, that boat ride was so beautiful. And you can see all the coast. You can see the private beaches. You see the houses along the water. And it's well worth doing. Those boats only run in the summer. So if you're there, um, you can always drive to Saint-Tropez. But, you know, it's the traffic can get really bad in the south of France. So that's one thing. If you're there in the summer, make a point to take the boat over there. I think it was maybe... 40 or $50, so not inexpensive like the trains, but it was a great day. So in, in conclusion, someone asked me, do you like Nice because of Nice or do you like Nice because it's close to all these other amazing destinations? And of course, the answer is both. But I will tell you, if someone said, you, you're going to go to Nice and spend three months there, but you can't go anywhere else, I would still be so happy to be in Nice. It is one of the great cities of the world. It, I understand why it became famous and um, why all these expats went there even many years ago to enjoy the sunshine and the atmosphere. So I hope I've gotten you excited. And if you're going to France, don't just go to Paris. Try to make the effort to see something else. And if you do, I highly recommend you pick Nice. Thank you very much for joining today and stay tuned for another Travels with Alicia.